2: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why UnitedHealthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
3: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads.
4: to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
2: Martin Rooney, welcome to Savvy Broadcasting. I'm so grateful to have you here today. I love the name of your business. You just said it, uh, Training for Warriors, eh?
1: Yeah. Well, hey, I my love plan- it my pleasure to be here. I'm <laughs> glad you finally hit record. We were, we were, we were we, we, 10 stuff.
2: hours later. We're like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But you, you've just written a new book called high 10 and uh, you had one prior, which is interesting. Now I want you, yeah, I want you to go into the story because you wrote one just before COVID hit. And then this was written during the pandemic and you had so many reveals and understanding. And it's been so hard because I I started, actually, I started really heavily training, uh workouts at home because I was just stuck at home so I just said oh I'm gonna put my energy to use and I started doing that um but I know I had to be challenging for people to just keep their health going and also for coaches to keep focus on their clients share with me some of your experiences during this time
1: absolutely Christina and you couldn't be more right and uh well, after I had been presenting for about a decade on coaching, and everybody always said, man, Martin, you got to write a book about this stuff. And and I, I don't know, it never felt right. I don't think coaching is a if this, then that
3: yeah.
1: kind of career. But yet, I knew there had to be something out there. And, and so what I did was I decided I'm going to tell stories within a giant story and try my hand at that. And that book was called Coach to Coach. It came out two days after we went into quarantine, which... Uh, was a really challenging time, but the book was so well-received, that, uh, and I think people really became aware. What got revealed was we all needed coaches. We all needed leadership during this really tough time. And that book had done so well, uh, the publishing house said, hey, do you want to do a sequel? Do you got something else? And that led to, during the pandemic, writing the sequel called High Ten, which just came out a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, that one is not just about now that we know coaching is important and how to do it. Hey, can you coach for culture, whether it be in a team, in your family, in your business? Can you build a great team when people need connection the most? Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, during the pandemic, maybe a little, I guess, silver lining or what I call the great revealer was one. Hey, we found an absence of leadership during, uh, the pandemic. I, you know, you, anybody listening can take that where they want to take it, but we were starved for leadership and everybody is a leader, but most often we're not taught what it means or how to do it. And that's kind of what coach to coach does. But then, Hey, once you've decided and you recognize everybody as a coach to somebody, Hey, can you coach to create a tremendous culture? And, uh, I really found during this pandemic, in particular with my business, Training for Warriors, where we have uh, fitness facilities around the world, what really got revealed was whether you entered into that with a great culture or not. And you and I were talking offline and you experienced a bad culture and and immediately that was something you got yourself out of Mm -hmm. in particular when times got tough. Well, one thing I'm proud to say is our organization we had so many of our people line up behind them that even though they were closed, they said, we're going to stay with you and get you through, th- through this because we want this when it's over. And I could have never known the power of that unless it had been stripped from us. And uh, so, you know, in a weird way, I guess you could say, Hey, I'm grateful for some of the challenges we had. I wish we never had them, but mm-hmm. it only showed how much more important a coach and the culture that he or she creates is definitely uh, in times of crisis. And, and here's, here, you know what's funny? Tell me. I just wrote this down last night. Are you ready for a great quote? Let's go. Here we go. Christ, uh, you know, I said crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Emergency and prosperity are both true revealers of character. And what I mean by that is, we, there's, if you, you just got to look on the internet and you've probably seen a lot of your friends or people you knew that you thought they thought a certain way. And since this has happened, you might say, whoa, these people have either lost their minds or they're not who I thought they were. And it's that crisis that revealed a lot about these people. Well, prosperity does that too, right? Like when somebody becomes very successful. It's the
2: amplifier, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. I had this breakthrough that this is a great time for everybody to identify, Hey, who are they? Whether it is in crisis or, or prosperity, it's going to reveal you, right? Like, yeah. so if, if I gave you a really tough time or I gave you 10 million bucks, that's going to, you know, you're going to show up on who you really are right there. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I, I think this gave everybody an opportunity so to pleasant. challenge that, but also uh, unfortunately some of that stuff shined through.
2: Yeah. Now I want to go here for the audience because uh, coaching has been so tremendous in my life. I've now recently hired it for the fitness arena. But for years, I've done it for the personal arena. Because in order to grow my business and to grow as a person, I needed that outside perspective. Because sometimes you think, yeah, yeah, I'll do it myself. But sometimes you need someone to step outside you and say, okay, here's where you need to clean up your Bull crap or whatever, and you just can't see it sometimes you're, you're in the woods. So yep. share with the audience what we talked a little bit about where the word coach came from, but what does coach mean to you? And, and what exactly does it do for people for, you know, yeah. someone who hasn't had one in their life?
1: Well, Hey, first thing I will say, and you already hinted at it, everybody, you ready? Everybody is a coach. So whether you are a parent, if you're a parent, you're a coach, right? Uh, if you're a teacher, coach, business owner, coach, teammate, coach, every one of us is either coaching someone up or coaching someone down. Now, that being recognized, that means everybody also needs a coach, right? Like world leaders need a coach. I need a coach. I've worked with the Navy SEALs, the Army Rangers, the top professional sports athletes. They all have coaches. So we should all recognize that we need that. Right. But it's about finding the right ones and who they are for you. And that's what we were talking about, where for a decade, I was speaking on coaching, but before I ever spoke about it, I did it for a long time, but I had to really define what it meant to me. And, and what I was sharing with you and what is in the the first book called coach to coach Mm -hmm. is, uh, something I had discovered that the word coach, when I really researched it, it comes from a city in Hungary that they used to produce the greatest stage coaches in the world. And, uh, And, you know, I I had to ask myself, why is it called you sit in coach when you're riding the back of the train or the plane, when you're in England, uh, if you see coach parking, that doesn't mean for somebody on a sports team, that means a bus, like they call their buses coaches. Hmm. And I start to really see that the word was about traveling. It was about going from one place to another. Hmm. And that's when I said, wow, well, the first part of the definition means that a coach is there to take you somewhere. And for a while, I used that. For a while, that was my working definition. But here's what I realized. When I looked back on my life, I had a lot of coaches too. But most of them, unfortunately, when I really looked at the stories, they didn't take me where I wanted to go. A lot of times, hey, probably because they were underprepared and they didn't know what it meant or their responsibility, they took me where I didn't want to go. So I had to revise the definition. I said, a coach is there to take you somewhere. You want to go. And then the last piece was, and you've already said it that you can't get there yourself, right? That you need some help. You need, they've done it before you or they've been down the path or you just need that kick in the pants or the motivation. And that became the definition. So for everybody listening, I've already said you are a coach. And so you now should know your responsibility for everybody, right? Every Mm -hmm. person you meet, if you get them closer to where they want to go, you're going to be the most popular person, you know, but it should also be that you need a coach. Mm-hmm. And when you do, make sure you find the one that is getting you where you want to go, that they have the information or the techniques or the strategies yeah. that you can't get there yourself. And if you follow those couple of guiding principles, and these are all within this, the parable story of coach to coach, man, it, it's going to help you out and your life's going to be a whole lot smoother.
2: Ooh, yeah, you're so right. Because I had heard it takes about 10,000 hours to learn new skill. So why struggle to try to learn the skill wrong? Because that's what I did at the, in, I think I started playing the violin at 10 and I decided I'm going to wing it myself and try to teach myself how to play the violin. So I was <laughs> holding the violin wrong, the bow wrong. I finally got a teacher uh, three years later, I had to relearn everything. It was so much harder to re undo learning it wrong. And so uh, there you go, find someone that has the right technique, knows how to do it so you're not learning it wrong, have to unlearn it later on.
1: Yeah, well a, a great one I'll say a line that I use a lot. I have two things that came to mind right there. The first one is most people worry about what something costs, right? They're like, "Wait a minute, I've got to hire a violin teacher. Oh wait, I got to get this fitness coach. Oh, I need a business coach." And here's what I always say. Don't worry first about if you, you know, if you can afford it. Yeah. Worry first if you don't do it, what will it cost you? Exactly. Right? Like you just said. So, you just by spending all that time and then learning it wrong, not only do you have to de-learn it, but you wasted all that time that you can't have back, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and then the second thing that comes to mind there is that it's about an investment, right? And the best investment you can make is in yourself. And here's what I'd say, uh, you'll like this. Yeah. There are two types of lessons, right? There are expensive lessons. See, that's one you learned. You learned an expensive lesson because you tried to do it yourself. It didn't work. And now you got to get somebody anyway, Mm -hmm. or you could have opted first for the more inexpensive lesson. And that would have been, you pay for someone to teach you, but they've already made all the mistakes. So you don't have to. And so the goal in life, what I usually say is to make as many inexpensive mistakes as possible, right? Don't learn it the hard way. Don't be so bold or so stubborn that you've got to bash your head against the wall and take years and years and years to learn something that you could have, you could have gotten in five minutes from the right coach. And, uh, the more I have changed my tune and sought out people that know more than me, I've accelerated so much faster and my life has been easier. So here's a, here's a good one. You ready? Another one. And these are, you're, you're, it's, I don't know why I'm having these breakthroughs right now, but, uh, (laughs) but here's what I would say. Less successful people, pride themselves in the, uh, or their badge of honor is the grind or the hard work. Mm. But the successful people, their badge of honor is their success. So measure yourself by your success and you're, and you're going to try to find these strategies way faster. But if you measure yourself by, oh yeah, I'm really grinding. I'm working so hard as if that's a badge of honor. That's mm-hmm. probably not going to be the way to do it.
2: I think that's a myth in our culture that work hard equals the end result is the harder you work, the more you're going to have success. And you see some of the top level people, maybe C-suite people, they are end up in some organization working less than the people beneath them. So hard work, grinding isn't necessarily equal equal to success making the right actions and 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 putting forth the right type of effort yes but just push 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 not necessarily and what it reminds for me when i when it was looking to grow my lifestyle my business i found someone who was doing what i wanted to do i was like you're where i'm at you're where i want to be in like five years boom i'm gonna hire you
1: yep yeah and here and here and here's a great one you ready another one for everybody listening one of probably the most valuable questions that I have ever learned to ask. And it takes courage to ask it. I don't know why, but it takes courage to ask it. But since I've learned to ask it and now I have no fear when asking it, you would be surprised on the results. So are you ready? Here it is. How did you do that? Or how do you do that? So you see how you said, here's this person that does what I want to do. But you know what? We see that and few people ever say, hey, uh, How do you do 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 it? What is your strategy? Because you know what's funny? Most of the time, the people will tell you. They love to tell you. They want to share their success. And they don't even actually want to get paid for it. They just want to share with you. Look, right now, I want to share everything I know as much as I can with everybody else to help them. But it won't happen unless you ask the question. So again, when you're around coaches or mentors or teachers, my mom always used to say, don't ask, don't get right. Like so, yeah. you, get, you know, you don't get, you don't ask the question. You're never going to get the answer. So these are all things that come to action. They come to courage, but it's also admitting when you don't know, which is okay to do, it doesn't make you look weak. Actually by asking, how do you do that? You get stronger. And, uh, all of those have been, uh, little, little secrets along the way of my half century on earth yeah. that, uh, Man. And like you said, and I, I can't say I'm working less now, but I'm definitely not working harder. I'm working smarter. So a great one too, when you said grinding, right? I don't use the word grind. If if you're grinding, you hate what you do and think about it. You don't want to grind your teeth. You don't want to grind, grind your joints. You don't want to grind your bones. So why would you want to grind and wear yourself down? What I like to use the word, which is a, I think a more advanced way of doing things is leverage. Can you leverage your talents? Can you leverage the people around you? Can you leverage your resources or your money? And when you learn to re- leverage things instead of grind them, mm. not only do you move forward faster, but what is leverage? It's about efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's mathematically about being more efficient. So it's less, you do less, but get more. And uh, yeah, that would be I'm coming. I gotta write all these you're down. You're amazing that
2: you're I, just I, I, on fire, Martin. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> listen,
1: I'm gonna have to listen to this. I would have to listen to this after. What time it is during the day? This, I'm in rhythm right now. I'm rolling. No, but
2: it's so it's so true. Uh, people are looking for the answer, and here's a there's millions of podcasts out there with experts like you that are giving advice just like this. And you could just go out there a wealth of information online today more than ever, what yeah. the information you need is just out there. The other part of that is actually putting the things you hear into action. And that's sometimes harder, like sometimes when it comes even to maybe losing weight or getting healthier, we'll know that hey, putting down that Big Mac is probably a good choice. But what it starts with and what I was getting, um, getting from you before is all also, it takes the decision to say, boom, I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you, you struck another chord about coaching that's also yeah. in uh, the books is most people know what to do, right? Yeah. Like, look what you just mentioned right there. So here, I'll give you some quick questions, right? Is, uh, is fast food good for you? No. Is regular exercise healthy?
2: Yes. <laughs> um,
1: let's see. Uh, you know, should people drink more water?
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Should we get eight hours of sleep?
2: Yes, Well, I here, here's a,
1: here's, <laughs> here's the thing, Kristen. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. But watch, here's the cool part. If they can't do it themselves, then get a coach that can help you do what you know. Motivated. So what I would say is, you want to know what who the most valuable coach is in the world? It's mm-hmm. not the one with the PhDs or the one that knows the most stuff. It's the one that can get you to do most of the stuff you already know, right? Like, just like the violin. You know what the secret is? You already said it it's 10,000 hours. You got to put in the practice time. Okay. But if you don't have a coach that inspires you to do it, it doesn't matter how great they are. They could be the greatest virtuoso. They could own 10,000 Stradivarii, yeah, but know. none of that will matter unless they can get you to do it. And, uh, what I've and you don't want of- to do
2: it wrong for yeah. 10,000 hours because the deal is you could say, oh, look, I'm putting all this Effort or or grinding it, but you want to do you want to work smart, leverage your time, hire the expert that knows how to do it right, so you're not having to relearn stuff. Do it right the first time. Keep practicing, bit by bit, you'll be the master, and you can be that that uh, coach for someone else in that area. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, yeah. without well, a
2: doubt. This has been awesome. Uh, I, we could go on for hours. I, I'd love to keep picking your brain. You're just awesome. But share with everyone how they can find out more about your books, more about you. How can they do that?
1: Yeah, well, hey, uh, if you type in Martin Rooney and books into amazon.com, you will find I have many books on there. But right now, hey, high 10 and coach to coach, if you liked what you heard today, they are there and coach to coach right now is on sale on there as well. So definitely worth checking out. And uh, hey, you can find me at the Martin Rooney on Instagram or Martin Rooney on Facebook. I'm always sharing stuff about my family or uh, business or fitness success like you heard. And uh, hey, you could check out coaching. Greatness.com. I've got a blog there with lots and lots of content to make you better. And, uh, and again, maybe the last lesson, cause I just said, make mm-hmm. you better. The last lesson for everybody. If you want to be more successful, you got to figure out that a big problem to solve and serve as many people as you can. And, uh, that's what I figured out a long, long time ago is that people needed coaches. I wanted to serve them. And by putting out those books and having tens of thousands of readers already uh, that, you know, that has worked and and got me on this podcast today. So that is my challenge to everybody listening is, hey, what's a problem you'd like to solve and how many people can you help with it? And if you do that, man, you're gonna be successful.
2: Absolutely, because you're going, you're out there serving with your gifts and talents. Martin Rooney, this has been awesome. I just thank you so much for coming today to Savvy Broadcasting, thank you.
1: My pleasure.